0: Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us on Tragedy Plus Time. Everything's fine. I am your host, Summershine. This is a Rogue Media Network production. On this podcast, we're going to explore the deep wounds of tragedy, the way folks just like you survived said tragedy, and the nuances that we reflect on that now make us laugh. We're going to laugh, we're going to cry, and we're going to hear stories of profound survival, even when it didn't seem like it was possible. Sit back, buckle up, and get ready for the ride.
2: Welcome to Tragedy Plus Time, Everything's Fine. I am your co-host, Summer Shine, and this is my lovely co-host, Chrissy Rivers. What's up, girl? Hey!
3: Hey, everybody. Hi, Summer. How's it going? I am
2: doing okay. This week has started off a little rough, but it's gotten better. It's gotten increasingly better. How are you?
3: Uh, Yeah, same, same, same. Uh, mm Um, you know sort of an emotional train wreck and fully <laughs> activated ready to talk about all the hard things all the time so yep that mm-hmm. i love that i love
2: that i think for um you know I, we talk about this a lot i think in the beginning of the show every single time we do a show we have to mention at some point that you're an enneagram seven and i'm an gr- enneagram five and we end up talking about this for a minute Maybe we should do, like, at the beginning of all of our shows, be like, um, and this is the Enneagram, hot minute, you know, we're talking about the Enneagram, um, because how frustrating is um, quarantine for an Enneagram 7? I mean, what
3: yeah. kind of spontaneity are you finding? How are you connecting? Um, well, you know, a 7 in stress moves into 1 energy, and so Ugh. I uh, I do a lot of repetitive um, perfectionistic things and um, really try to I, I find myself paralyzed often by perfectionism. So um, yeah there's that. It's it's just you know barrel lasso here. You said you were an Enneagram five on accident. We know that you're an Enneagram three but Oh, I, I to... said Enneagram
2: five. Eek. Yeah no but I was married to an Enneagram five for a long time. They are interesting people. Mm-hmm. Interesting mm-hmm. people. Anyway, that was our Enneagram hot minute for the day, uh, for the episode. I'm excited about the guests that we have on today um, because I think that we are about to talk about something that isn't highlighted a whole lot. It is Pride Month. Uh, Actually, it's not Pride Month anymore. Today is July 1st. But we can can celebrate Pride all the time. All the time. Um, Yes, and we do. And we do. So um, this week we have on Bailey and Mason, who are a um, young gay couple who have been together for three years. And they are 19 and 17. You know what? Let me let them tell you who they are. Mason, Bailey, please introduce yourself.
4: How's it going, guys? My name's Mason. Um, I'm 19 years old. Um, and I have Bailey with me
5: right now. Hello, my name is Bailey. I'm 17. <clears throat> um, we are from Fort Worth. So that's kind of a little bit about us. <laughs> awesome.
2: And how long have you guys been in a relationship?
5: We have been dating for three years now.
2: Okay. Okay. So, I mean, admittedly, being in a relationship as a 19 and a 17 year old, which means y'all were 16 and 14 whenever you met 16 and 15 16 and 15 okay so y'all are being it being that young and being in a three-year relationship is already kind of an anomaly right I mean high school sweethearts are far and few between are there any added like extra um struggles because you are a young gay couple
4: um, definitely, you know, so being, you know, young and coming from families that have, you know, much different views than our own, it was definitely a struggle. You know, you have to tie in maturity along with your peers. Um, and you know, relationships take support. So being that young and you know, being told you're not old enough to have those feelings, uh, definitely was a struggle, you know, when we first met. But, you know, we work through them every day.
5: Also, um, stating that I was the younger one, uh, Mason always felt like he was more grown. And I was like, I'm about to be an adult. And like, it's kind of like that. So being young, it's it's definitely, it's it's definitely different than meeting someone when you're an adult, like probably in your forties or something, but I mean, we have a very happy relationship and we love being around each other. So we've worked out just fine over the past three years.
2: Yeah, I've been around you guys a lot in the last few weeks and um, I love y'all's relationship. I think you'll just have the cutest little, it's like y'all understand each other. You get each other. You're both very pleasant to be around. Also, might I add, both extremely good looking.
4: (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Summer.
2: (laughs) You know I love you, boo. Um, Okay, so can I hear a little bit maybe about you guys coming out?
4: Yeah, for sure. So I came out, you know, to my mom when I was young, I was probably 11, maybe 12. Um, I, it was a big deal for both my parents, you know, on my end, because I knew my mom had very strong beliefs um, and they were not in my favor. So I dealt with my mom coming out much differently than, than I uh, did my dad. And my dad found out two years later um, after my mom knew, and my dad's reaction was 100% different. He was super accepting. Um, He more or less just needed more time to adjust to the idea of me being with a guy, but he had no issue with it. My mom um, back then had a different view. You know, it was very much religion based. Um, But since then, she's come to learn and come to accept and love. And she actually, I'm pretty convinced that she likes Bailey more than she does me. (laughs) So that's kind of where I'm at. And that's how I came out.
5: And then for me, um... I, I decided to come out to my mom first um, and they were kind of against gays and stuff at that first too, uh, more religion based um, as well and I came out to my mom six years ago and I told her and my mom had no problem with me being gay she just didn't want anything happening to me because I was gay um, <clears throat> and then so that was pretty much it with her and then with my dad we told him about two years ago, and um, my mom went out for some drinks with my dad and then just told him, and he, he, um, he's pretty accepting about it. He just doesn't really talk about it much, um, I just kind of the way he was raised, but he's, he hasn't treated me any differently or anything like that. So I've, I've had both accepting parents, and my, even my, my grandmother, she's very, very accepting. She said that she knew I was gay from when I was born um She's she's very supportive. She she knows everything about me. I tell her everything. She tells me everything. So, I have really supportive people around me at all times.
2: That's amazing. Um, you, you know, I've been around a lot of. I'm older than you guys, obviously, not by much. Blips not by much at side. all. Flips hair to the side. Um, <laughs> but uh, back in when I say quote unquote back in my day, um. 20 years ago, it wasn't as accept. you know, families weren't as accepting as they were today when your parents were kids. Um, it was a really hard thing for people to come out. So I love that you both have come out at such a young age and felt so accepted by the people in your lives, even though some of it was eventually. Um, it is a really, I think, a really beautiful thing for your generation. Definitely. Um, Having said that, being in a generation that is more accepting, um, did y'all find that there were, you know, like, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago is that two same sex people could not attend prom together whenever I was in high school, not as a couple. You could go with a group of your girlfriends or you could go with a group of guys, but you could not come together as a couple. And I know you guys went to prom together. Are there any situations where you feel like you are being judged or that you're not getting the same rights as other people?
5: Um, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely things out in the world that you could see that people aren't very accepting of gays or anything like that. So, um, I think for me and Mason, the best thing that you can do is just kind of turn, turn your back to that and don't focus on that only focus on the good things in life. Because if you just focus on the negative people that don't want you around or don't want to include you, it just brings you down and you don't want to be like that. So, um, but as far as prom and everything, we, so at our school, um, to get into prom, so Mason was a senior before me, obviously, um, so to get me in, I had to be his date. And we had absolutely no issues. And even at our school, we had assistant principals and everything that were very supportive of our, of our relationship. And they, they were so excited that we were there. And they even took pictures with us at prom um, as a couple with us. So um, just the negative things we just try to look away from because it's not good to follow down that path of those people.
4: And I, love I definitely that definitely though talking about situations where you are you know discriminated against or you know those examples so I you know I do get my nails done um you know I get acrylics put on and I definitely have been to nail shops before where I'll go in and I'll ask them you know hey do y'all do you know full sets do y'all do acrylics you know I'll see girls walking out with them and they'll tell me to my face no we don't do that here like we don't handle we don't handle your type of nails and, oh
2: what
3: you know,
4: <coughs> Mm-hmm. even the yeah even the places that I Even the places that do do my nails, I can't sit down there and not get eyeballed for five minutes straight by either a stranger or another nail tech or comments, you know, or, you know, someone will start speaking in other languages while they're staring right at me. And, you know, obviously I don't understand it, but, you know, they're staring at me and, you know, they're talking, they're whispering. And so it's definitely that um, the gender roles, you know, guys can't get nails done, girls can't, you know do certain things with their hair and so those are definitely some issues that we still face today and then also if you
5: just but going with that like back to what I said if you just own yourself and be happy with what you're doing it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about you and if you want to wear nails if you want to wear makeup or break the gender rule the gender role um that's completely fine because that's what makes you happy so even if you're getting stared at 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 the nail salon um just look away and don't even worry about it
2: yeah. I love that you have that kind of insight lately for someone as young as you are, because I am 41 and still struggle with that, you know, right, Christine?
3: You too? Oh my god, yeah. I was just listening thinking, um uh, I have conflicting feelings about everything that you guys are saying, mainly because of envy, you know. Um I love your generation and how uh, you know, it's easy, it's easier, I think, for you guys to say, um, you know, be you, do you, not, you know, I, oh, God, I'm stammering, because I feel like this is a hard thing to say. But, um, you know, the the more generations that pass, the easier it is to actually live into that. Of course. Um, and, it's so beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. and also I'm like, dang it. Why does, why does this kind of progress take so long? And why is it so hard still for, yeah, you know, I'm 41. And, um, for people in my age bracket, it's still a little bit different, you know? And that is a, a big bummer, you know? For sure. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think about this a lot with my niece. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, is that my niece is curvy. I guess you would say curvy. She To me, she's beautiful and perfect, of course, but she is bigger than some of her friends, right? And she wears a bikini, and she owns her body shape, and she knows how good-looking she is. And I, again, at 41, <laughs> am constantly on a diet, constantly looking for the way to feel better, look better. And it's this generation. It's just like, Free generation who is okay with their bodies and okay with their sexuality and okay with the things that make them who they are and in our generation we were constantly fighting against you know like image and looking good and being in aerobics you know or and whatever. having to
4: fit the mold
2: right right um and it's hard to get out of that mindset even as you know i i feel like i am freer than a lot of people my age, and still I'm real caught up in those kind of things, so.
5: Right, Um, I think also another kind of struggle growing up for me and Mason, um, both of our families were very country, and actually me and uh, Mason's brothers, we both have older brothers, and they actually rodeoed together on the same team, Um, went to the same high school and rodeoed on the same team, and growing up with that, with like older brothers that are you know you're supposed to look up to your older brother but they're all country and straight and have girlfriends and um that's what that's what your, your family's almost expecting you to do so it is it is a little difficult for the younger generation especially when you have that kind of environment growing up um but like I said like that's why I kind of hid myself from who I really was for a long time like even my older brother like I didn't I technically didn't even come out to him I think like my grandma told him or something I don't know but um he he made jokes about gay people and stuff growing up but ever since he's known that i was gay he's changed as well and it, it kind of really surprised me because you know the way he grew up and he was rodeo and everything else and he's totally accepting of me being gay so even even if you do grow up in that kind of environment you just have to you have to stick around the right people and the people that really accept you for who you are and not someone that's gonna judge you or shame you for being who you are
4: and some are what you were talking about you know being y'all's generation and whatnot you know anytime you change your views or anytime you change any way you see someone or see a certain topic or whatever, you know, people like to use, you know, oh, well, that's how I was raised as an excuse, you know, oh, well, that was his whole childhood was being around, you know, someone who may be racist or homophobic. But at the end of the day, it's not a genetic thing. You're not born a racist. You're not born homophobic. You're taught to be that. So you can be untaught to, you know, not follow in those footsteps. I've I mean, my mom for prime example, you know, she grew up with a, you know, racist, homophobic mom who I love, but you know, she, um, she, that's how my mom grew up. And my mom, you know, for the first two years struggled with it. You know, she had her views, was not okay with it whatsoever, but she learned to realize, you know, we all bleed the same blood. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm her son and love is love. And it shouldn't affect how she feels regarding me and my you know, relationships.
5: And even with speaking of Mason's mom, like that's pretty much my best friend now. Like, <laughs> like when I first met her, she was kind of iffy about it because it was a new relationship and she wasn't really that accepting, but we've grown so close now. Like we, like we literally just went to the nail shop the other day and got our nails done together. We're always running around. I'm, I'm running errands for her or whatever else. Like, and she trusts me with everything. Like she just runs sends me with her debit card or anything she, she needs. And she can, she knows she can trust me and she loves me for who, me and Mason really are
2: well she trusts you with the most valuable thing that she has in her life and that's Mason correct
5: right.
2: right I mean if you're gonna trusting someone is leaving your kids alone with them so <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> she trusts you to take care of Mason I, I love uh what you said Mason I was like standing up clapping I was on mute so you couldn't hear me but I was standing up clapping whenever you said. Um, generational thing is not something that you're born with. It's something that you learn like these generational, you know, racism and homophobia and the things that come along, it, you know, the feeling of always having to look better, be better. All those things can be unlearned. <clears throat> and I think that's, that needs to be repeated over and over again for the cheap seats in the back. I was reading a Babe Ruth quote today and it said the the people who boot the loudest are always in the cheapest seats because the people who have paid, paid a higher price are more invested
3: in the game. Uh-huh. I was
2: like, dang it, yeah, yes, okay.
3: Woo, okay. that's a mic drop, that's a mic drop right there. That's <gasps> Yeah,
4: it is. Mm-hmm. For
5: real.
0: Hi, I'm Becca. And
5: I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your judges. judges. And
0: this is By the Cover. No, wait, do you want us to, oh
5: Okay, no. we'll try it again. Shit. I'm Becca and I'm Josie and and we're we're your your judges judges. on
0: by the cover a new podcast
5: yeah we're a talk show yeah we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture uh you can find us on Spotify Stitcher
0: wherever podcasts are
5: all the places you can't
0: hide from us anyway listen to our show we're gonna be funny we're gonna be talking about books and it's gonna be great
4: Yay! Promo over.
1: This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized.
3: Hello, I'm Ann Harder. Central Texas Living has found a new home on the Rogue Media Network in a podcast. Join me each week as I talk to a new guest from our community that you may know or have always wanted to. We'll talk about exciting events, progress, changes in our little part of the world, and much more. And if you've got people you'd love to hear from on the podcast, just drop me a line at ann at roguemedianetwork.com. The show you've loved over the years on television is now available anywhere you get your podcasts subscribe today and we'll see you next time on central texas living chrissy what other questions do you have i mean i don't know i guess i'm just i'm i'm excited you guys uh i don't know that i have a lot of questions but i definitely am over here thinking wow it is just so cool that at your age, you're living into you know who you actually are, um, and I mean I just have to say also that I uh, I'm really impressed with the three years. I mean I can't I'm an old lady and I can't have somebody in my space for more than 90 days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you need so, your space.
3: <laughs> that's right I'm super impressed with with what you the relationship that you guys have built and the way you're you know living living into your relationship it's super beautiful and I'm sure inspiring to you know other people who are watching you and you know with for every generation that is is another generation who's coming up behind them and um you know they're little eyeballs watching you guys thinking, uh, I will say this, uh, I have a friend who, um, her little boy, uh, we were recently walking to a pool and a kid walked by, rode by on a skateboard who, man, this was a good looking kid, he was probably 15 and the little boy that was with us was five and um, he was just a beautiful, beautiful boy and my friend's five-year-old son looked up at his mom and said mom can boys marry boys <laughs> and yeah it was so cool oh my god <laughs> she looked at me and she looked down at him and she's like absolutely you know and That's
2: awesome.
3: i know it was so cool so uh i hope i hope she won't kill me for talking about that, but. Um, it was a very, very sweet, nice moment, you know, so, well,
4: and you know, Christy, it's very important also for our generation, two main things to understand, you know, is, is one, any relationship, <clears throat> gay, straight, you know, whatever, um, it, it's a constant work, you can't just jump in and expect it to happen, you know, I talked to Bailey's mom about this, and she told me, you know, I've been married for, you know, 30 some odd years, and, I never stop working at it, you know, you work at it every single day. And I think that's something that me and Bailey have definitely, definitely kept at heart, you know, this past year, you know, because we are constantly facing new battles, you know, there's stuff that we see that we have issues with every day. And, you know, we, we we're adults about it, you know, and I think that's why the divorce rate in this country is so high hmm. now, because people don't know how to handle people don't know how to talk about it. You know, we're all on our phones. And, no one has any face-to-face, so they don't have those necessary um, communication skills to handle these problems and problem-solve. And um, the second thing that is super important is I don't care how young you are. You need to start teaching your kids acceptance from day one, not even, you know, you know, oh, if, I, you know, if you grow up gay, you know, I'll accept you. That That's not even what it's about. It's about, I need you to know that whoever you want to be or whoever else, or, you know, whoever wants to be whatever they want to be. Don't be that kid that judges, be that kid that stands up and fights for them no matter what you want to be, you know, because I feel like people misconstrue when you teach your kids, you know, if you're gay, you know, I love you and they're young, you know, and that's offensive to some people, but that's not the message. The message is it doesn't matter who anyone who, you know, whoever's gay be there for that person, you know
2: yes 100 you know what me and Chrissy were talking about this recently um this thing of I love you in spite of a thing I love you even though you're gay Chrissy remind me what it was
3: I love you no matter what I love you no matter what has the implication that um I love you even though there's this thing that's not right about you, you know? Exactly. And I heard, I don't know if you guys know who Jane Elliott is. She's the um white activist for like, you know, um social justice for in a for black America. And um she said that she was talking about tolerance. I heard you, Mason, say um tolerance. And she was saying, you know, we don't, need, we don't need to be preaching or looking for a way to tolerate other people. The powerful can tolerate, but the powerless have to wait to be tolerated. And mm. um, I know it was so good. I had to like write it down, you know, right as soon as she said it, because, um, you know, that is a, a powerful concept to just love, uncanny, exactly. you know, yes, and not, not, no matter what, not in spite of, but you know, I love you, period. Yes. You know? Yes.
2: Well, speaking of loving people, period, I love you guys. Um, do y'all have oh, anything you. that you want to add to this podcast? Is there anything that you feel like hasn't been said that needs to be said?
5: Um, I kind of want to touch on what Mason said a little bit about um, as far as how relationships always take work. And because my mom, my mom has taught me that since I was a little kid. And um, like I've never seen, like, I know some kids are unfortunate and they see their parents fight all the time and stuff like that. But I've never once seen my parents fight. It's because if something's wrong, they just talk about it and figure out a solution to fix the problem. And wow. when she told Mason that, it's just... We really took that to heart and that's all it's about. It's like if there's an issue or something that you don't like or wish something would change, all you have to do is respectfully talk about it um, with your partner. And it, the, most definitely the problem will be um, solved because yeah, the first few months, or actually even before me and Mason started dating, uh, when we first met, we were, it was pretty rough because Mason had some issues with the things that I was doing but I would never talk about it. I would just be like whatever and blow it off and then it would like, we were just kind of toxic. But as soon as that he, he really talked to me and I talked to my mom about everything, like I just sat down and talked with Mason. And ever since that day, there's not been any like crazy fights or anything like that. It's just like, if there's a, if there's a problem, we talk about it. So you, we get each other's view and we don't cut anyone off. We just give you a chance to speak. And after you're done, I'll say my part, we'll figure out like a resolution and then we'll go from there. And that respect. Yeah. Definitely respect. Yeah. Respect for sure. I love so. that.
2: And I wish more people did things like that. You know? I feel like we live right. in this ghost. I mean, this age of like uh, cancellation and ghosting. And,
1: uh-huh. and
4: sometimes
2: I just wish there was more conversation than there actually is. You know? So. Right. Um, well, I think that was a great little bit to add, Bailey. You guys are wise beyond your years. Honestly. <laughs> I just, um, I think we could all take a lesson from you guys. Um, just in relationships, period. So thank you. Y'all are the best. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah. I really appreciate it.
4: You're very welcome. (laughs) I think um my final words before we sign off, I wanted to let everyone know, you know, who is listening. If you are gay, if you are straight, if you are white, black, gray, purple, I don't I don't care who you are. If you are struggling with something that you have internal or you know any issue that you may have just know that if you physically cannot see those supportive people in front of your face they are there you know just look yeah. you know i mean it could be at school it could be your parents friends because not everyone believes the same as your parents and not everyone b- one believes the same as your authority figures there are people who love you and care about you so just keep fighting the good fight
3: amen amen, mm-hmm.
1: amen.
3: well and I want to chrissy say i love you too I love you. This was wonderful. I'm so um, yeah. Th- this was a good one. Mm-hmm.
2: This was a good one. I love y'all. Um, period. You guys. Yeah. I love. I, y'all period. Yes, I love y'all. Period. Wow. I <laughs> love that. Yes.
4: We need to get that on
2: the shirt. <laughs> for real. For real. Ew, David.
4: Ew, um, okay. David.
2: Anyway. <laughs> I've been practicing in the mirror. Anyway, oh, that's just a little shit's <laughs> Creek humor for you there. If you're not watching uh, Shits Creek, you should go on over and watch it. Um, shameless plug. We're going to have to ask them for advertisement soon. Um, uh-huh. Also, you guys, this has been <laughs> a Rogue Media Network production. Um, these guys, uh, are an amazing network of podcasters. So please go check out some of the other podcasts on their network. We appreciate everything that those guys do for us.
3: Chrissy, girl, I love you. I love you too. And I love Rogue Media Network too. <laughs> yes. Amen, amen. All right.
2: Thank you guys. Bye-bye. No
0: problem. Bye, everybody. Thank you everybody. for having
4: us on. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Guys, thanks again for listening. You are amazing. This show is nothing without your support. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, please hit the subscribe button and show us some love. My name is Summer Shine. You can find me on all the social meds or check out my website at summershinespeaks.com to hear more about what's going on in my world. A huge shout out to Rogue Media Network for all their time, love, and support. Wouldn't even be a thing without these guys. Make sure you check out their other shows and tune in again next week. A special thanks to Fish Hands for our theme music. If you like what you heard, please hop on over to Bandcamp and check out more from them. Remember, your story isn't over yet. You're still here for a reason. This tragedy is just one of the spaces in your life, and there is life on the other side. You'll make it out alive. You know how I know? I did.
2: Peace out.